0: Time ago, I was having lunch with dear friends, a couple. The husband is a serial scholar. He has a PhD, but has never stopped studying. They are both insightful and inspiring, and every time we meet, we come out recharged and reinvigorated with ideas and insights. We met at a neurolinguistic programming course (NLP) over ten years ago. They met each other in that costume, and they got married about a year ago, and I was there on the cruise ship. When they exchanged vowels, it was unforgettable. About a week after that lunch, I was applying for the Master of Research and PhD degrees that I mentioned in the last episode, The ducks of Inspiration don't just show you ideas, they show you people, they show you courses, counselors, supporters, and psychologists. They show you the means and the helpers, the ones who can save your life, many times over and along the way. If I keep joining the dots and tracking things, everything is interconnected. I was only at that course because I had done previous development courses with my belly dancer friend in the past. I call her my belly dancer friend, but she's a director of events at a prestigious organization during work hours, a master chef and a collector of teapots, and a master table setter in her creative time. The courses we attended together led me to others, and to other people who led me to other knowledge, who led me to where I am today. I have what you call an open mind and an open heart to all sources of learning. I'm an avid consumer of online learning, masterclasses, traditional knowledge. As I said before, I completed my master's in creative writing. I also found help in many other ways, traditional and alternative, and each thought was essential. Welcome to Creative Space Mastery Podcast, the show about how to establish a framework to get your creative practice going bringing consistent creative productivity. I'm Tania Crivellente, an author who has been on the storytelling path for 20 years now, in joy and in chaos, and I'm able to be productive every week. I invite artists and all types of creators out there to hear about a practical process, metaphors, and examples in order to achieve creative space mastery. The secret to each source is never letting anyone do your thinking for you. What is useful, good, and healthy for you, go think. What is not, out. For me, the most important lesson they all have is that I'm the driver of my life, fully responsible for my actions, choices, feelings, and the consequences of them. I have the power over them. Understanding that to a deeper level gives a person a lot of agency, something that when I was younger I didn't have or understand. It also helped me understand what it was to have proper support to deal with the difficulties in life. What was to have people able to help me refrain problems and traumas into different things? From that point onwards, I started to see what were the patterns of behaviors and started to change the ones that were holding me back. Growing up back in Brazil, I had an auntie who I called my witchy auntie Edu. She was my first mentor. I wasn't ready yet for all that wisdom, but everything she said stayed with me and she guided me through much of my awakening into consciousness. She was the first one who first alerted me to the ideas that if you don't change your patterns of behaviors, you will end up doing the same things over and over through life. She was a great example that people do change. There was a time in her life when she was very stressed, always in conflict. We had these volleyball games in the family on the weekend and she was the terror of the court. One day, I decided not to play anymore because the games were no fun, just fights. One day, soon after she decided no more, she got tired of being the person she was being. And I remember a few times when I was so stressed at work that I didn't like the person I was in those places. She hadn't always been an angry person. It was just during that difficult time in her life. And at that point, she decided she was tired of it, and she changed. She was a biochemist professor, but started studying alternate therapies. I Ching, delving into the meaning of dreams. She went into retreats, and some of them were too much, even for her. She walked out of a few experiences that went beyond her limits. But that didn't stop her from exploring all that was knowledge, And all that the traditional minds of the rest of the family would go crazy. We talked about everything. She proved to me that the old saying that people don't change was bullscrap. People can change every day. We can change as much as we want. We lost Auntie Edu last year, but her soul stays with me and our family. Auntie Edu helped a lot of people in our family. To listen to their dogs, their true voices, their inspiration, the voices on the radio. The strange things that speak to you, but we have one in the family that I consider her mystic Harris, Her niece and my cousin Juliana. She was my fellow adventurer in the duck feeding story. She lived in Australia for a few years, shared the house with me for a couple of months. She lived in the UK and Ireland for a while too, and moved back to Brazil some years ago. She became a therapist in various alternative therapies, Reiki being the main one. When COVID hit and I went into isolation and couldn't even see my sister or my friends, and then the workplace I loved went into restructuring, I decided I needed more help. I engage her as a recurring therapist. We meet online, and after each session, I feel like a new person, a more grounded person at the very least. We need people with whom we can show our most vulnerable side, let go of the walls, let go of strength. It was instrumental in my ability to keep my sanity and health through a very dark time and highly productive creatively. I'll add her context to my Creative Space Mastery website. From the last episodes, we have determined that for us, creative space is something you establish right now with whatever time you can give it, involving all activities relating to your art it is recurring contractual it is an imperfect process and it is a protected space for inspiration to come through the middle in previous episodes we have discussed about setting a recurring time for creating declaring what it is that you truly want to do bravely declaring your passion we talked about creating with focus as a professional Then we discussed about following the ducks of inspiration, your true muse, and what it is to have chaos under management and ride the lows gracefully. We talked about the art of having fun doing whatever and how there are no limits to what you can do with that. We explored setting some rules for yourself to protect you from falling down some rabbit holes and losing your time unproductively followed by how to create an impermeable membrane and protect your time from other people. Today, we are talking about not being alone in the cosmos, surrounding yourself with knowledge, with people who can support you, with sources of inspiration. Depending on who are your people, yours will criticize self-help, self-development, or they will criticize traditional psychotherapy or traditional studies or all of the above. Depending on who you are and where you come from, you will be criticized no matter what you do. But if you don't seek any help or knowledge, you become someone alone on a small island doing the same things over and over again. Through learning new ways and finding emotional and mental support, Through finding new methods of thinking or new avenues for behaving, you open up tremendous new possibilities. When I was young, I was unable to deal with conflict. I remember a fight I had with my best friend at the time. When the conflict flared up, I got tongue-tied. I was completely unable to articulate my points. I lost the battle without even being able to explain why I was so upset. You know the feeling when you miss your chance to say why something someone hasn't done impacted your life and they haven't realized and then when the chance to explain is gone later, it's too late, you never get another chance. But when the adrenaline is up on you, you can't think, you can't talk, And sometimes you don't even remember clearly what happened after. It can happen in important meetings, when a boss challenges you, if you are verbally attacked, it happened to me back in Brazil once, you have a phrase response, as its document happens often in dramatic situations. Well, nowadays I can confidently say that it is no longer the case for me due to a lot of help and work, in verbal and emotional conflicts, now I can remain in full possession of my faculties. I can think clearly, say what I mean about the issue, remain serene and articulate. I can rebate arguments and recall, almost word for word, what was said to me. I'm only able to be this way because of how much work I have done with my emotions with my own feelings and myself. You know what is very interesting, though? I have gone and done a vast array of things. Traditional psychotherapy and counseling, Reiki, self-development courses, NLP, hypnotherapy, tarot, astrology, dream interpretation, and academic courses in theory of narrative, character development, a great amount of online courses and masterclasses. And they all had a lot in common. Sometimes I had a breakthrough in one experience, and it would reappear in a text I was reading for my creative writing masters. It seems that information about how humans behave makes the rounds. (laughs) ¶¶ Another important friend in my life is a distinguished psychiatrist and psychoanalyst in training, Leticia rosa We had wonderful conversations about life and the human condition. And even though I have done all these unorthodox courses and been to alternative therapies for 15 years before I tried the traditional psychoanalysis, we find commonalities in all that we talk about. When I was doing my creative writing course, it was common for me to discover great truths about human behavior in self-help material and see it replicated almost exactly in my material about Dorothy's theory or character construction. Then talking with my friend, finding that it was an old and non-academic psychological line of thought that we would discuss at great length. She told me that psychotherapy draws knowledge even from mathematical theories these days. Because after all, even though we think it's all new, what's new to us may be out there in the world for a long time. Whatever people criticize you for or tell you not to do, don't hear the naysayers hearing your own ducks of inspiration read the books you want to read, and go for the courses you can afford that you feel will help you. Use resources that can help you. Often companies that you work for have free counseling and psychological help. And I see a lot of people who are struggling and never think of using those sessions. Use them. Talking to someone on the outside always helps someone who knows nothing of your situation and won't judge you, is a blessing. In Australia, doctors can give a referral for free mental health appointments. Ten, if I'm not mistaken. Search for local resources, see what you can get. Often, self-development gurus have free seminars and courses to attract you to their bigger content. And these are great material with true value. I have participated in a lot of those. If this is your type of thing, make sure you just don't buy compulsively to all their courses they offer up. If you have the means, choose the ones that will truly serve you and that you buy by inspiration, not compulsion. But other than that, see what is available in your creative line. Knowledge, it doesn't matter where it is from, it's never lost. What changes its quality, if it's good or bad for you, is your uncritical thinking. You always need to apply judgment. Sometimes the breakthrough is to get out of places. If anything is turning cultish, or if a group is pressuring you. I have been to a bad psychologist once. You must look out for yourself and not let bad experiences stop you from looking for good help. The next person I found was amazing and I had profound breakthroughs almost every single session with her. I found her through an online portal called Indigo Project, which my company had on offer at the time. And I kept her even when the company didn't. I am far from where I want to be. There's a lot I want to achieve, especially creatively, but I am never stagnated because I keep moving even though I may fear what's ahead. And I'm only able to keep moving and keep facing these fears because I keep learning. I keep destroying old patterns of behavior and finding new adventures because I am supported by incredible people that keep helping me to feel boosted. Back in 2018, one day, I woke up with the desire to go to a lecture somewhere. Something about writing. I looked and found a book release with a lecture about the process of writing it. My tuition fluttered its wings and off we went. It was at the New South Wales Library, a favorite place for me in Sydney. The writer who was releasing this book was a life coach, supported by his coach as well. Immediately, I felt a connection with him. People were flocking to his coach, who had guided him to write his book. But my energy pulled out to him. And even though his usual clients were people who dealt with shyness, and as you can feel, this isn't too much of an issue for me, I knew we would work well together. I was looking for a completely different focus, and in conversation, he said he was keen. We started a working relationship, and to this day, I call him my writing coach. We always focus our sessions on what I need to get out of the way to keep being productive creatively. And we end up discussing everything in my life. He has training in NLP, and while we have been working together, he has finished his training in hypnotherapy. His constant support and the wonderful and consistent, enlightened, and insightful talk we have have been instrumental in the development of this material. Many of the metaphors and thinking processes to the creative process and the ability to be continuously productive wouldn't have been possible without the sessions I had with him. I'm adding Joel Annesle, my coach's contacts, to my website, Creative States Mastery, too. You know what is so right about all this? All you need to do is keep showing up. You sign up for something that will support you, that you feel will help you. Start reading a book, start a course or start sessions with a person who will support you. And you don't worry about how it will help you. Just keep showing up, do the assignments. It is like going to the doctor, you know. You take the medicine, you do the physiotherapy, you get better. You follow your docs of inspiration here too. You find something that will help you, you sign up, you keep going, you keep doing what it requires, and it will help you. If you keep showing up for yourself, it becomes effortless. There's one ingredient though. In all this that is essential. It is something that changes everything and it's needed for yourself and others. Be authentic. Be truthful with yourself and others. You need to be honest, really go within and be honest about how you feel about things, about what you want to do, what you love creating, what you want to be doing in your creative time. You need to be honest when you are with your friends. You need to be truthful with your words and deeds. Say you are going to do something and doing it, doing things you said you were going to do. It's a simple concept, but takes years of practice to achieve. Because saying is easy, takes a lot of effort to make it happen. That will help with every aspect of your life, though. It isn't easy at all. It takes a lot of courage, and there are downsides, even to be authentic. Sometimes it's much easier to be a happy clapper and go with the flow than tell the hard truths. But honesty, in the end, brings much more growth and greater chances of true satisfaction. And it's just that you will be on a path that is the true one that speaks to you above all others, independently of the other voices in your head. A path that will truly satisfy you. Taking the easy way will probably be easier in the short term, but harder to live with in the long run. It starts grating on you. Keeping your integrity is not always the nicest path, but it feels good to be able to live with oneself. (laughs) This truthfulness, the ability to open up, open your heart, pull it out and let others see it, even if it's hard to make yourself vulnerable that way, and you can get hurt in the process, we will allow you to find riches untold. But remember, no one does it alone. No thought is truly original. We are all connected. And everything I have said in this episode so far came from years of conversations, readings, sessions, courses, audio programs, books, friends, series, documentaries. Wisdom pops into your head out of the blue, but usually after you've had hours of conversations with wise people. You ponder about a problem, you talk about it, you ask people and you discuss it, and a few days after, it just comes at you clarity. What is or will be your support system? Friends or family? Make sure you put effort into seeing them regularly and give them quality time. Can you access a counseling system of any kind that you feel could help you? Does work have one? Would you like to try psychotherapy or psychology? Coaching or Reiki? Check out my site for the contents I mentioned. Are there courses you would like to take? Would you like to take the next step? What are the books you haven't started? What are the podcasts, the masterclasses, the online learnings you could profit from? We have access to infinite resources these days. Do what you can within your wings, but find the support you need. You are not alone in the cosmos. This is it. If you have set up a recurring time to create, declare your passion bravely. Dedicated yourself professionally to this time of creation. When you follow your ducks of inspiration to know what you want to work on. During which time you manage your chaos wisely, riding the lows gracefully, and mastering the art of having fun doing whatever crap you want to do. You then have set up the rules to say guard you from your rabbit holes. And you have set down the boundaries for other people. Now, you make sure you surround yourself with a support system through whatever means are inspiring to you. With this, you will be well on your way to have a space for inspiration to glide through the middle. Thank you for listening to Creative Space Mastery Podcast. You will find all about this discussion at creativespacemastery.com and hope to catch you at my next episode. If you like it, give the show some stars, write a review and share it with someone who could enjoy it. See you next time. Ciao!